the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The only way there's going to be a transformation in your life is you've got to change. It happens by the renewing of your mind. No longer conforming to the pattern of the world is going to give you a spiritual frame of mind. With a renewed and transformed mind, you then will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, perfect, and pleasing will. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. This program is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church located in Los Angeles, California. Everything we do at Shepherd is based around John 3.14 that teaches us to lift up the name of Jesus that the world might believe. We want to come alongside you in your journey with God and help you become stronger in your faith so you can better serve Jesus and share him with others. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. How does one know the will of God? It seems like all of us, I, I believe, every day, not some days, but every day, we're faced with decisions. We have, you know, we might call them forks in the road. Some people think it's just impossible to know the will of God. It's too difficult. It's too complicated. It's impossible. Well, I want you to know it is possible. It is possible to know the will of God. And there are different levels of considerations. I, I, I believe this. The first, there's what we would call the either-or level. These are what I would say are non-consequential issues. Like if you're going to go buy a car and you're really debating, should you buy a, a red one or a blue? And you're kind of debating what color. You just, oh, God, what color of car should I buy? I, I, I'm not sure God cares what color of car you buy. I, he, he might. I'm not saying he doesn't. The second level of consideration or what I would call the difference between what's good and what's best. This is not, this is not the lesser of two evils. This is the better of two positive choices. There's, there's a lot of good things that you could do. But sometimes as you weigh these two things, one, one's going to be even better than the other, both good. And the third level is a right versus wrong. This is where you study the Word of God. There's all kinds of issues that are good and evil, right and wrong. One for me would be defining or redefining marriage. That would be an issue you'd need to study the Bible. One, one would be, uh, is there one way to get to heaven or are, or are there many ways to get to heaven? Is there ever a good time to lie? Is it, ever, is it ever okay to tell a lie? Should I tithe or not tithe? Should I join a life group or not join a life group? When, when does life begin? There's a lot of questions. Some are non-consequential. Some are the difference between good versus best. Some are life and death. Some are right versus wrong. Whatever category your question falls in, there are four ways that you can know the will of God for your life. Number one, write this down. First of all is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God in spirit form, 
According to Acts 2.38, when a person repents and is baptized, becomes a Christian, God places His Spirit to come and live inside of you. In fact, the Bible even teaches that if you don't have the Spirit of God, you're not saved. When you get saved, God places that Spirit inside of you. It's that, sometimes it's that small, still voice. It's that, that inner voice, that prompting. Psalm 143, verse 10 says, teach me to do your will. All right, that, that's what we're trying to talk about here. Lord, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Now, how is God going to teach you to do his will? It actually says in that verse, Lord, use your spirit to lead me to the land of uprightness. Number two, write this down, is godly counsel. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22. Plans fail. You want to know why sometimes your plans fail? They fail because of lack of counsel. Lack of counsel. But with many advisors, the Bible says, they succeed. Now, I want to tell you to be careful because you have good counselors and you have, you have what I would call Christian counselors and those uh, maybe godly counselors and ungodly counselors. Number three, prayer and asking. This, this seems obvious, but James 1.5 says that if any of you, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Number four is the written word of God. I do not want to oversimplify this, but anytime you're faced with a decision, you need to study the written word of God. Whatever your questions, whatever your forks in the road, whatever your choices are, let the Bible be your guide. I want you to turn to Psalm 119. I'm, I'm just going to show you just a few things. Psalm chapter 119. Go to Psalm chapter 119. There's all kinds of uh, blessings and, and, and just from the word that you can have. They're yours. They're yours. It's like, it's like a, 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 whole, a whole treasure of different things can be yours. If only you would find time to read the Bible, spend time in the Word of God. Uh, Psalm 119, now, I'll tell you, a great, uh, a good study to do is sometime read, read all of Psalm 119. It's the largest chapter in the Bible. And uh, get you a piece of paper and read just line by line, verse by verse, and write down all the blessings. Just, just anything that's a blessing that's tied to the Word of God. Just do that study on your own. See how many different things you can find in this chapter. I'll show you some. Look at verse 2. It says, Blessed are they who keep His statues. There's actually blessings, all right, that come from this book. Look, look at verse 2 again. Blessed are those who keep His statues. Some of you wonder why the blessing of God is not upon your life. Perhaps it's because you're not studying this book and really carefully obeying all that is in here. I want you to skip down to verse 9. This, this is a great verse. It's for, for not just young men, but old men, middle-aged men. It says, verse 9, how can a young man keep his way pure? And it says that there, there's an answer by living according to your word. Skip over all the way to verse 24. I, I like verse 24. It says, your statutes are my delight. They are my what? These are my counselors, all right? I, I got Matthew, he's a counselor. Mark, he's a counselor. James, he's a counselor. Isaiah, he's a counselor. Moses is a counselor. 
I got Paul, he's a counselor. I got Peter, he's, he's a counselor. Uh, Timothy, he's a counselor. You got all these counselors right here. I, I mean, you can go spend a lot of money, go see a counselor if you want, or, or you could just let these, these words be your counselor, all right? But you've got to read them. You've got to study them. You've got to live by them. Can someone say amen? Go down to verse 28. Verse 28 says, my soul is weary. Anyone here weary? Anyone here just tired? Are you ever just tired of the battle? My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. I tell you, man, there's just, there's just power. There's strength in the word of God. Uh, look at verse 49. Hope and comfort. Hope and comfort. Verse 49 and 50. Remember your word. Everyone say your word. Remember your word to your servant. For you have given me hope. And my comfort in my suffering is this. That your, your promises preserve my life. Go over to verse uh, 71. Did you know that the Word of God will give you a different perspective on your problems? Most of us look at problems as, as, as bad. But verse 71 says it, it, was, it was actually good. I'm thinking about all this stuff I'm going through, and when I got all the way through it, it was actually good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. Because sometimes when you're hurting so bad, there's nothing else you can do but run to the Word of God. And he says, if, that, if, that's, what it ta- if that's what it takes for me to learn the Word of God, then may, maybe, those were all, maybe it was all, all worth it. I'd, I'd prefer just to read it and not have to go through all the affliction. Amen. Now go over to verse 133, all the way to verse 133. We all struggle with sin, everyone in this room. Psalm 119, verse 133, direct my footsteps according to your what? your word let no sin rule over me this is this 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 book is what's going to give you victory over sin go over to verse a few more verse 165 one of my favorite verses in the whole bible you ever know people you ever know you know anyone who gets offended easily you just look at them wrong they get offended at you 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 know anyone like that Look at verse 165. Great peace. Everyone say great peace. peace. Not just peace. This is great peace. Have they who love your law and nothing, nothing can make them stumble. It means that nothing can offend them. Nothing can upset them. Nothing can get them off course. Great peace have they who love your law. Verse uh, 172, uh, verse 172. May my tongue sing of your word, for all your commands are righteous. The word of God will just give you a song. The, gr- the grumpiest person in this room, God will give you a song if you'll just start reading the word of God. Now, I skipped over one. I want to go back to it because it's one of the most important things. And it's what we're talking about. Go to verse 98. Verse 98. I'll show you two verses. The thing that we need in deciphering the will of God is wisdom. And verse 98 says, your commands make me wiser than my what? Oh, my enemies are always, you know, they're always, they're always after me. They're always plotting to get me. You ever just feel like everyone's out to get you? And uh, he, he says, if you're in the Word, 
that the word of God will make me wiser than all those people that are after you. Now, here's the verse, next verse, verse 99. It says, I, I, everyone say I, I, I have more insight than all my what? Teachers. For I meditate on your statutes. You know, we have our radio station, KKLA. I don't know if you realize this, it's the largest radio station in the world, Christian radio station. And you can get on there and you can listen to John MacArthur, one of the greatest Bible teachers of all time. You got Greg Laurie, you got Stephen Mays, you got uh, Charles Stanley, Chuck Swindoll, R.C. Sproul, Dr. David Jeremiah, Chuck Colson, Steve Mays, J. Vernon McGee. I mean, those are some good teachers. And yet, the Bible says, look at verse 99, I have more insight than all of those guys. And why is that? Because I meditate on your what? Statues. So, so let's, let's, whatever your issue, whatever your issue, whatever you put up in that blank, uh, the, the Holy Spirit of God, godly counsel, prayer, sometimes prayer and fasting, and then it, it, it all starts, I believe, with the Word of God. It'll give you wisdom, wisdom for the ignorant, humility for the proud, compassion for the needy, comfort for the broken, strength for the weak, rest for the weary, victory for the defeated, joy for the downhearted, warning for the haughty, hope for the discouraged, and salvation for the sinner. I want you to turn over to Romans chapter 12. I want to show you, I want to go to one more verse, couple verses here. Go to Romans chapter 12. And, and I want you to look at this, um, just a couple of verses here. He starts off with this, I, I urge you. Everyone say, I urge you. Now, if someone says that to you, I, I think what they're saying is, hey, this is important. I, I think they're saying, hey, 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 you need to wake up and listen to this. I don't think it's just a suggestion. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you go do this? I don't see it as a command. I don't see it as a suggestion. I, I see it as... Um, I don't even think it's, I don't think it's even anyone shoving you. Okay. I, I see this more as a passionate plea. Hey, I urge you. Then he says this in view of God's what? When you just look around and you see all, all that God has done for you. I know you got problems. I know everything is not what you think it should be. But when you think about God and God's mercy, the fact that he's created us, that he's redeemed us, that he has saved us, that he's forgiven me of my sins, that when when I see God's mercy flow over me, in view, in view, keeping your eyes on God's mercy, he then says to offer up your bodies, your body, everyone say your bodies. Now, now I believe he's talking about your physical body. I believe that. But I think, I think this phrase is talking about your heart, your soul, your mind. It's, the, it's you. It's the person of you. Yes, it is your bodies. And he says to offer up your bodies as a living sacrifice. Say living sacrifice. You, you, you see, back, back in the Old Testament days, they had dead sacrifices. They took animals and slaughtered the animals, and they put a dead, dead animal up on the altar. That's Old Testament. 
In the New Testament, they're not dead sacrifices, they're living sacrifices. And he, he's saying in view of God's mercy, offer up your bodies as a living sacrifice. You, climb, climb up there yourself and get on that altar. We need you still alive because there's work to do in the kingdom of God. But being a Christian is being willing to place yourself up on that altar. And it's called sacrifice. And it's something that's missing in most of our churches in America is the idea that when you come to Christ, it's, you're, it's, it's all about sacrificing. And it starts with sacrificing yourself. And then it uses these words, holy and pleasing to God. This, this body, this vessel, is to be holy and pleasing to God. What does that mean, pleasing to God? You see, you keep pleasing yourself. It's why we sin. It's why we do the things that we're, we shouldn't be doing is because we're pleasing ourselves. But he says, in view of all that God's done for you, climb up on that altar, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, and live a life that is holy and pleasing to God. Pleasing to God means, means honoring to God. That, that whatever you're doing, so should I, should I do this? Is, this? is this okay for me to do? The question is this. Is, is that question that you have, is it honoring God? Because if it's not honoring God, you shouldn't be doing it. Amen. And then he says this line, this is your spiritual act of what? Worship. He's urging, he's urging you to true worship. And true worship, ladies and gentlemen, we, we, gotta, we gotta figure this out. It's, it is not coming to church once a week and singing three songs. True worship is living a life that is holy and pleasing to God. That is your spiritual act of worship. You have to make a choice. You gotta make a choice. You're gonna go into that club, you're making a choice. You're making a choice that I'm not gonna live a life that's holy and pleasing to God. When you engage in sin, you're saying, hey, I'm not gonna live a life that's holy and pleasing to God. Your spiritual act of worship is a decision, a choice that you make to offer up your body as a as a living sacrifice, something that is holy and pleasing to God. Now we go to verse two. He says, do not. Everyone say, do not. do not. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. I want you to write this down. This is not an urging. This is a commandment. He went from urging to commanding. You see that? You see verse 1? Verse 1, he's nudging you a little bit. Verse 2, he's commanding you. Verse 2 says, do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. Everyone say transformed. There should be a transformation in your life by the renewing of your what? Your mind. The only way there's going to be a transformation in your life is you've got to change. It happens by the renewing of your mind. You've got to change you've got to change what goes in your eyes 
and what goes in your ear. All right? And if you can somehow be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will... Now watch this. This is how we tie all this together. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. That's the only way. His, and the Bible says this. His good, His pleasing, and His perfect will. Now, if I were to ask you, how many of you would like to live in God's good, pleasing, and perfect will? Man, I, I want to do that. How's that going to happen? You've got to crawl up on that altar and be a living sacrifice. Dedicate your life to living a holy and pleasing life and, and the renewing of your mind. And the only way, the only way, there's only one way, is you've got to read this book. This, you've got to hear it. But that's the only way you're going to renew that mind and be able to live the life that God wants you to live. Write these two bullets down. No longer conforming to the pattern of the world is going to give you a spiritual frame of mind. You might not ever find the verse that says, Thus saith the Lord, should I buy a red car or a green car? You might not ever find that verse. But it will put you in a spiritual frame of mind where when you're making decisions, instead of making them of the flesh, you're making them you're, just the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and prayer. You, you become a spiritual-minded person. You start making spiritual-minded decisions. Second of all, with a renewed and transformed mind, you then will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, perfect, and pleasing will. Let's stand and bow our heads for a word of prayer. God, thank you for... This series on Anchored, what happens if we anchor ourselves to the Bible? And we have to start with the letter A, that we will begin to decipher and understand and know the divine will of God, His will for this planet, His will for the church, His will for our marriage, His will for our lives. And I just pray again, God, as I've been praying in my office, that the people of this church this year, 2013, would read through their Bibles, journal through the Word of God. And as we do that, Lord, as we've just read, may there be a transformation that takes place, a renewing of our mind, where we're then able to discern God's perfect, God's perfect and pleasing will. We pray in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. 
Wouldn't it be great if there were accessible answers to our spiritual problems? Just like there's a smartphone app for calculating a tip or getting directions to a local store. Most of us have heard the phrase, there's an app for that, popularized by the creators of the iPhone. Well, God has an app for the common problems faced by Christians everywhere. Are you stressed out? God has an app for that. Problem with crude language or gossip? Struggling with prejudice? Brokenhearted? Anxious? Or depressed? God has an app for that too. Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, is available now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. This helpful resource can be yours right now by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also get God Has an App for That on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Come and explore the book of James and discover God's user-friendly solutions for some of the biggest challenges we all face daily. Get your copy of Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, today. Hello, friends. My name is Dusty Frizzell, and I want to invite you to our new Thursday night service at Shepherd Church. That's right. We're adding a fourth service starting May 5th. Worship service starts at 7 p.m., and it's for all ages, but we're going to have food trucks before the service. In the first few weeks, the food is going to be free. We'll be following the same sermon series as the weekends, and you'll hear from myself, from some of my friends, and even from Pastor Dudley. So if you'll be gone on a weekend, or you just want to open up some seats for others on the weekends, join us on Thursdays starting May 5th, at 7 p.m. I hope to see you there. All information on dates, service times, and locations can be found on our website, shepherdchurch.com. I'm Kyle Welch. We invite you to join us every weekday at this time when we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.